Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Talks podcast. This is your host, Joe Ogden. Today, I want to talk about tips on how to stay injury free. Something that we as physical therapists always talk about with patients is, and most of the time this happens after an injury has occurred, which is why they're in our clinic, is how to improve that injury. But sometimes we don't get the chance to talk with patients beforehand or individuals beforehand before an injury occurs and give tips on how to stay safe in their daily life, whether that's only to go for a walk, take their dogs for a walk, or if that's to train for an ultra marathon or a marathon or win a bodybuilding show or stay on the playing surface for whatever sport that they're playing. And that doesn't even matter necessarily for the specific age of an individual. This applies to everybody and something that I think is good information just to know. And sometimes even if we think we know everything on how to stay injury free, I'm hoping this podcast just is a nice, fresh reminder and can help even teach a few new tips on how to ensure that we stay injury free. So one thing that I think is often overlooked and is also very complex and it doesn't really need to be, and that is nutrition. So something in order to ensure that we are performing at optimal levels for what, again, whatever activity that we need to, whether that be working out, walking your dog, training for an event, we need to make sure that we are taking in proper fuel and proper nutrients to complement those activity levels. Food, I really like to look at as fuel for our body. So in comparison to a car, if you have a gas car, you do not want to put in diesel fuel. Our bodies are the same way. If we're trying to perform at a very high level, we don't want to be putting in improper fuel that can change how we feel. It can also lead to a decrease in performance for, again, whatever activity that we're looking for. So we want to make sure that we have a balanced diet of proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. If we're trying to add muscle, we want to add more carbohydrates and fats. If we're trying to preserve muscle, we want to decrease carbohydrates, but still keep protein intake adequate. And if we are training for something that is an endurance event, we might want to keep our intake of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins relatively high based on our calorie consumption. If we're not taking in enough calories and we're expending a ton of calories, for example, if we're burning 5,000 calories a day and we're only eating 2,000, that can create a huge issue. So making sure that we have a balanced diet of greens, fruits, vegetables, meat, making sure that we're taking in clean, dense proteins rather than anything that's processed, as well as good carbohydrate sources. So that would include rice, oatmeal, noodles. The second tip to making sure that we stay injury free and something that we need to remember is taking in proper hydration. At the time of this recording, it's summer in Wisconsin, and as of late in July, we are having a pretty good amount of heat. Today, I think it was 90. Right now, currently, I am training for an endurance event, so instead of running outside because of the heat, I ran inside, and right now, I'm drinking my water as well as electrolyte hydration in my water to replenish those electrolytes that I burn through the amount of sweat from running. Hydration is super important to make sure that we're properly hydrating the muscles and it's getting throughout our body. I mean, our body is made a lot of water. So making sure that water is in our system is vital to proper performance, especially again, as the weather gets warmer. And even when it gets colder, we still need enough water in our system to properly fuel and to properly feel well. 
So at least, at least half of our body weight in fluid ounces of water daily. For instance, 200 pound male should aim for about 100 ounces of water. Now this can depend on activity level as well. I mean, we want to intake that depending on what we're doing. We do want to avoid coffee and other sugar drinks. We do want to avoid coffee and other sugar drinks such as soda and energy drinks. That should not count towards our water intake because caffeine will increase our excretion. So basically that hydration will go in and come out of us before we can properly use it. So sticking to water is super important. This also will help cool our body. And again, with the high heat, keeping our bodies cool is also something to help maintain our safety. Something else that I think is often overlooked, and I often overlook it myself, um, as of late in my training for my early fall event, my warm-ups have not been correct. The third tip to ensure that we are maintaining our safety is a proper warm-up. Also 100% guilty of not always following through with this. Right now, during my training for my endurance event in this fall of 2023, my warm-ups sometimes are not what they should be. And now I'm dealing with a little bit of a back injury and leg injury that I'm trying to rehab myself to try and get through. And something that I have noticed that has made a huge difference in just how I feel, even though I don't feel great, is ensuring that my body's warm and doing a proper warm-up before I do any activity. And sometimes that's even doing a warm-up before I even come to work. So for any high-level intensity activity that will elevate our heart rate, individuals should also aim at utilizing a proper warm-up to allow for the body prepare for that incoming, incoming activity. Like I said before, I have to increase my warm-up to match the demand of the activity I'm doing, and that's helped me feel better, and I'm rehabbing an injury. This can be applied to even those who are not injured and are trying to not be injured moving forward. It's hard for you to just wake up, go for a jog, or wake up and walk out the door and just start your activity. We need to elevate our heart rate first because if we just wake up, we go out the door and we start running, our heart rate spikes, which makes it really hard for our body to stabilize and keep that activity going. So you feel like your heart's pounding out of your chest or you can't catch your breath. The warm-up helps slowly elevate the heart rate so that our body's used to that warm-up. It gets blood flowing throughout the body and just increases our energy, again, to match the activity that we're doing. Our warm-up shouldn't be anything too taxing. We don't want to be tired like we just did our workout or we did our event. We just want to get the body warmed up. And what we should aim for is to make sure that our warm-up is between five and 10 minutes. It doesn't need to be anything extravagant. Depending on how we feel, we might need to increase this length of activity or we could even decrease it depending on what our movements are like and how efficient we can be. We also want to look at aiming to elevate our heart rate to about 130 beats per minute, maybe less depending on our activity level. If anybody has any questions, please consult with your doctor to make sure that activity is safe for you to begin with. The fourth tip that I think is really important is making sure that we utilize proper timing with our workout. In the clinic, I see many patients who have injuries that arise due to being rushed from activity to activity. And what we're doing is we're rushing from either a workout to another workout or even rushing from routine to routine, movement to movement. What this does is it doesn't allow for proper rest time 
between activities to allow for our body system to calm down and relax, which is also vitally important. If we just rush through all of our workouts or from a location to location, we are bound to make mistakes. We're not as efficient as we think. When we rush, we lose focus on fine details and that can easily lead to more mistakes, which can lead to an injury. Yes, this tip is very basic and globally it's very simple, but it's also something that is very often overlooked and often leads to injuries. I see patients all the time that they were rushing doing something, just not paying attention because there's other things going on and boom, injury happens. I do it in my own life as well. So something that's very simple, but something that we need to make sure that we pay attention to. The last tip is again, a very simple one, but switch things up. A lot of times we see a lot of overuse injuries because we, as people, we love habit and we're creatures of habit. We love routine. I myself love routine, but it's important to switch things up to challenge different parts of the body. For example, running in the summer, I see a lot of runners currently that have Achilles tendonitis. Oftentimes it's with patients that have been dealing with this injury for a long, long time and it just kind of goes away and then really comes back. They decrease a little bit, then it comes back. So varying our activity levels will be something that challenges the body. And because the night weather is nicer, it's very easy to go out and do different things. We wanna make sure that we are trying different activities or different movements to help with our own body movement and varying our activity levels also challenges different systems of the body, which can help our overall function. So again, I just wanted to come on the podcast this week and give five tips on how to stay injury free. And this can be applied at any time during the year, but especially with the weather being nicer in the summer, it's a good time to go out, try different things and get in a routine that can change our life for the better. If anybody has any questions, please feel free to reach out to us at any of our four locations, either here at Fox Point, Grafton, McGuanago, or Brookfield. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Freedom Talks podcast, and we'll see everybody in the next episode. Episode.